You're listening to Faith and Family, a Christian family community that aims to promote Christian values. I'm Bernie Rosquitas. I'm a wife and a tired mom. I have a toddler, I have a job, I have church duties, and sometimes I just need my toddler to stay still while I'm making dinner, doing the dishes, checking my email, and so I sometimes let the TV, sometimes iPad, babysit him. How many of you moms do that? A recent study was conducted by couponcodes4u.com polled 2,403 American parents of children ages 2 to 13. 27% of respondents said that they allowed kids to access tech devices on a daily basis, 22% on a weekly basis, and 19% said they do it occasionally. 18% said they rarely did, and 15 said never, and they probably live in some remote island with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> when asked if they often use their tech gadgets to effectively babysit their children, keep them occupied so the parents didn't have to, the majority, 58% said that they did, while 25% admitted that it depended on the situation. Okay, so many of us are letting Tech, guilty of letting technology babysit our children, raising my hand, I am one of them, but are we aware of what children, of what our children are watching? Are we controlling what kind of content they are exposed to? Let's, let's ask other moms. Joining me today are Emmerich, mother of three boys from Montclair, California, and Annie Cañete, mother of two from Jacksonville, Florida. How are you, my girlfriends? Doing good. <laughs> Good, Thanks good, for good. Having us. Good. So, um, first of all, Annie, this is first time on board with uh, with uh, tired moms, and um, yes. you have two two kids, right? Yes, I do. And I how had old are both they? My hands up earlier with you. I have a seven year old and a three year old. My seven year old is my son, and the three year old is my darling little daughter. Oh, okay. And then Emmerich, you got a uh, you got a teenager, I right? I do. I have a fifteen year old. I have a teenager, a tweenager, and <laughs> one who thinks he's a teenager, but he's got a long way to go. And he's like, with nine, right? Yeah, he's, he's nine. nine. So nine, twelve, and fifteen. Okay, yeah. so you know, and I, you know, I know a mom. She put her baby in front of those, what do you call those, those um, baby can read videos mm -hmm. on the iPad every day and let him play with educational apps since he was little. And he read his first hundred words at 14 months. Wow. You know, I feel like he's probably like three now and probably on the, you know, fourth book of Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Maybe Emmerich, you can a a answer this first. It's like, has your children benefited from I, the technology now? I think so. I think, uh, uh, well, when they were little, they, they watched a DVD. Uh, uh, it was a leapfrog learning. Let yeah. Called that was as far as technology went, right? Yeah, was well, yeah that, was, that was the thing back then. So we had a, um, a leapfrog, uh, what is it called? The Letter Factory. Right. And uh, they watched that. And they learned their letters uh, quite quickly because of that show. And then, you know, they would watch the show and then I would have flashcards and I would be like, um, you know, quizzing them um, here and there. So I would say that, yes, they have benefited from the technology. It has uh, been helpful, but I agree that there is a flip side to it. And uh, um, we as parents have to be diligent in making sure that, you know, balance is maintained and that we are monitoring the content that they are um, looking at and things like that. 
Definitely. We love, the, we love the Leapfrog DVD series, and now it's all accessible on online streaming. Online, yeah. And, um, and what isn't accessible? I know. <laughs> it's online, impressive. Right? No. Like, you can do anything online. So, I mean, what about, what about you, Annie? What mm -hmm. has your seven-year-old benefited it? Have you seen a flip side to that where you're like, what is that on the screen? Where did you get that? How did you... <laughs> Oh, it's the worst thing. I was um, setting up YouTube on our Blu-ray player, right? So it's an app accessible there. And I had to take a phone call. And all I did was open the app, handled my phone call, and I come back probably four minutes later. And my two sweetie pies are sitting on the couch staring at a YouTube screen. And I have, <laughs> so it's just the YouTube homepage. And there was X-rated content on the screen. Uh, skin, women, wow. upper torso, and my jaw dropped, <laughs> wow. and I was just flustered, and I was going, wait, they don't know. They're not right. asking me anything. I'm just going to fumble with this remote to get this off the screen, and, right. you know, thankfully, it wasn't, but it damaged me, and I've seen, <laughs> like, what? Uh, so, and I was so flustered, and, and, and frustrated um, as a parent, and we really need to be proactive. And that's what it is. It's not that you're, um, you know, restrictive. You're proactive. So yeah, right. definitely just uh, do our research and, and just hold discussion. Ask your kid, what did you right. watch? Why did you like it? Do you, would you want to watch more? And you could rate it. How does it compare to this show that we watched? Or why did you choose that one? And just get to know them and ask them those things. And a lot of times they're not going to answer. They're like, Mom, really? Uh, <laughs> but that's but, it's important mm -hmm. though, right? Communication with your kids as long as you ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even even when your kids are a little older, um yeah. my kids are a little older <clears throat> and I'm constantly asking them, you know, what they're viewing on um you know, on YouTube and on, on the different shows they watch. I, I try to stay up to date with, with whatever they're watching and not just so that I could, you know, get on their case about it, but I try to enjoy it with them. So like, you know, I try to see, I know that, um, you know, David is really into anime. I was going to ask you about that, that that helps his creativity. How is that going? How is, how is that helping him in that realm? Now, does he like, Oh yeah, he is constantly drawing all the different anime characters that he watches mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, he, he, YouTube's everything and he checks it out. He, I call it YouTube University because he is learning so much. Right. <laughs> so many things, you know, he, he draws, he learns about animals and he, and he draws the animals. He draws all his anime characters and he has, you know, I've never like uh, given him, I put him in any drawing lessons, but his drawings are, are really pretty cool. And it's just everything on YouTube. So it has its, it has its good sides and its bad sides. And I right. think as parents, we just have to stay involved and, and, and just, uh, you know, we, we, we learn the hard way to constantly check the um, history of like what they're searching on the internet. Yes. Um, and let me tell you a story of how, how that came to play, why that, that came into our face that we need to keep checking the history of, of what they're searching. Um, one night, my, my oldest son, and this was a couple years ago um, when he was probably like 13, he's in bed and he has the iPad. And I'm like, hey, why do you have the iPad? Give that to me, you know, it's time to go to bed. And so, you know, I say goodnight, I take the iPad. And as I'm walking out the room, I, you know, I turn on the iPad and it's like 
hotasians.com and I, and oh, I was like and no. like something something crazy like that right and then and then and and the funny thing is I just came, I took the iPad from my son I walk out of the my son's room I see what's on the screen and I go Lewis what are you searching up here <laughs> like, oh, I was searching how to make ramen mom <laughs> I blame my husband. <laughs> See, I didn't connect it. I didn't connect it, and so, and then when I when I realized, I was like, "Wait a second, what?" And then you know, because I'm like thinking, my son's too young for he's not checking this stuff out, and so, so I'm like, "What is going on?" And then my husband comes out, and he's like, "What's happening?" And then he's like, "That's not me. I just said." That's a typical mom thing to do, you know, because, yeah. you know, as a mom, you're like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no you're yeah. going to go clean your eyes um, out with, like, bleach or something because there are things you can't unsee. And, of course, the dad's going to be more. Yeah, you know, more like understanding, more like, right, okay, right, let's okay. just, uh, let's exactly. slow down. Let's not jump to conclusions. And I'm, I'm very grateful that he's got that level head because he starts searching the history. And then he starts realizing, he's like, he's searching for pregnant anatomy. <laughs> he's like looking at, he's, he's searching like the different anatomy that he's been learning at school because they had just had that like sex ed thing. Right. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, my husband's like, this is what's going on. This is what he's searching. And this is, and this is what pops up when he searches it. And so mm -hmm. my husband and him um, and my son, to talk after that and all that and stuff. And you went into the bathroom and screamed your head off. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm on the other side of her bathroom door saying, we got this. Don't worry. <laughs> Let's scream together. <laughs> after describing what you do with your child, the follow-up and the discussion, that's the whole point. Because I was a public school teacher and it baffled me when, and we're not changing the subject here, but it just baffled mm -hmm. me when parents didn't spend so much time. And so you can, instead of sending your child off with the device or to the device, mm -hmm. oh, with them, discover oh, yeah. something together and, right. and please be the one to teach them because they're not learning it at school. The teacher does not have time to walk them through step-by-step step how to find this stuff. And chances are they've picked it up already, so they, they know what to do when they get to Google or they know however it, it is so that they search. True. See, an iPhone and an iPad are so nice and compact. You could put them in your purse and then, mm -hmm. like, go places. And then if you needed to distract your kids, you could. I had to bring, like, this huge gym bag with puzzles and crayons <laughs> and, like, big old, like, characters. <laughs> because I didn't have an iPhone. So I'm like to rotate I'm, your stock. Yeah, and I'm bringing out, exactly. I'm bringing out, like, the preschool as we're, like, at the chapel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it is so easy for our kids, you know, to, uh -huh. to get caught up in their games. And mm. it's so easy for us to give into their whims, especially when they're being, you know, so behaved while they've, you know, in, you know, while they've got the device in, in their hands. Yeah. But, you know, how are we making sure our kids stay present and are doing meaningful things, especially mm. because God, God don't like lazy. You know, yeah. I don't like lazy and too much of that zoning out and being lazy creates and generates idleness. So can we use technology to teach kids about their faith? So do do you introduce or are your kids now watching like INC kids content or, or is that a daily thing that your kids watch? Uh, um, how about you, Annie? Did, yes. You're... Oh, yes, they are watching INC kids content and they love 
absolutely love the characters. They love the animated Bible stories. They love the sing-alongs with Let's Sing. I love them. Um, they're great for uh, when you're brushing the teeth. It's like the perfect amount of time. Huh. And my three-year-old does not want the toothbrush anywhere near her mouth, but she'll zone out, and I'll just get right Brush in there. Like, oh, I got like three minutes. Yes. <laughs> have you used yes. technology, or have you, you know, has technology helped with your children's faith? You know, sometimes we're going to come across things, like you said, that aren't, you know, mm-hmm. friendly to the eye, or they may see something that, like, for example, you know, Christmas or holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean? Like, how does that come into play with their faith? Have you come across anything like that? You know, Annie? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I'm going to run with this one right now. Run with it, girl. Um, Got it. So one of the reasons why I um, homeschooling was because I know that most of the early education years are centered around holidays Holidays. on the Mm -hmm. calendar, which mostly are pagan. And Mm -hmm. I'm here in the South um, where they haven't really about they haven't really adapted to the whole separation of things yeah (laughs) and 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 I you know I was a teacher and so we taught where if you're going to teach one thing you teach all the options right you're going and you're going to honor uh and I just went to science route totally Uh and nobody knew anything different it was awesome and fun Mm -hmm. and so I'm just um the coolest thing was those INC kids episodes I believe I know there's let's sing episodes on all the holidays that we do not follow because they have no biblical basis and you can't tell that to kids because they'll they'll listen because they love god they know of him in in your instruction of him and praying to him and then learning about him in the worship service and then you sit there and you're trying and if you if the school beat you to that conversation Mm -hmm. you got some catching up to do and here comes inc kids i'm sorry 23 minutes later uh, I had the rest of the day. I was like, wow, we're d- he got it. He's like, well, this, this, you know, we don't do Halloween because it's not in the Bible. And, and yes, I can have candy whenever I want. And he picked up these things from the episode. I literally was like kissing the iPad. Like, I love it. Like, right. just made, like, You know, easy. thank God for INC yes. kids, right? Yes. Uh, one of our favorite ones is that's in the Bible. Yes. Because you know, uh, they're, they're, you know, concise. And they're very straight to the point. So I know that there are several episodes about the holidays on That's in the Bible, and we would watch those. And so it would, like, um, reaffirm the things I was telling them, and then we would expand on it. And we would use... um, we would use uh, uh, technology to further research. You know, we'd find websites to show like, see, this is where it came from. You could read it. This is the history of that holiday. Is that, you know, does that go with what we believe and all that stuff? And so I know that some parents might think like, it's hard to explain that to a young child. Um, I think you totally can. Yes. Um, and uh, and I, I am so grateful now that there is INC Kids that help you do that. Well, that is, that is awesome. Well, you know, we have an obligation to make sure that they are consuming and use, utilizing technology responsibly. You know, um, in your use of technology, um, you're a consumer and sometimes you're a producer. And so I talk to them about how, like, if you're just always a consumer, you know, how it's not really helping you. Technology is, should be a tool to make your life better. 
You know, it shouldn't be just something you zone out on and become zombies and you're yeah. just like, you know, absorbing all this tech, but really what are you doing with it? So the point is to be able to produce. And so, um, so I talked to them about how like, don't just be a consumer, be a producer too. Mm. What could you do? With all of these things you're learning in technology, you know, you're learning all these different things. And, and so like what, when they're using technology and I feel like you've been using that kind of long, I'll, I'll, I'll approach them and be like, are you being a consumer or producer right now? <laughs> and then, nice. um, and then they'll, they'll be like, um, I'm a consumer right now because I'm doing research because I plan to produce soon. Uh, <laughs> they find uh, ways around it, but then like it's in their consciousness that like I can't just take it all in and not output anything. That whole consumer producer conversation, I feel like it has helped me get it into their head that like tech is a tool. It's not just something I stare at. It's not just something I play right. with, you know, it's, it's a tool to do something with, to make my life better, to contribute to the world, to share my ideas. So, uh, so I think that, that, that helped me a lot. How about you, Annie? Did you want to contribute to? <clears throat> I, I wanted to add another, uh, way that INZ media, uh, the content on our website is okay. so helpful with your children. Um, the one thing I'm very grateful for in this day and age uh, is to be able to track the whereabouts and the visitations done by our executive minister and how my children know his name and they know yes. what he looks like and they know his purpose. Uh, they, you know, they're not going to watch the entire segment of executive news, but they catch it. And they, um, oh, where is he? And it's neat because you could tie it right into geography. So if you've got a globe cool. or a map, a world map, or pull up Google Maps, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're able to, say, you know, and you just do write reviews there. What continent is he on? Perfect. Well, I want to thank you moms so much, Emmerich and Annie, and I appreciate you joining this Tired Moms podcast on Faith and Family. Mm -hmm. So. I appreciate your wonderful input. I'm literally just like writing notes as you guys talk. So I, I'm learning. I've learned so much today. So I'm Bernie Rosquitas, and we're all going to talk to you next time on Faith and Family. Thank you. Mm -hmm.